Icelanders know that they're, they're going to be only so far removed from each other. You know, at a certain point, you're all going to be kind of related, right? Like it's a, it's a pretty small country. So mm -hmm. is the rule six or more? It's fine. Six. Oh, or more. no, it's like three or more. Pretty much everyone is six cousins here in Iceland. You always know someone who has slept with someone's ex friend, ex someone's ego, so and so. Hey everyone and welcome to the Beyond Borders podcast where I sit down weekly with guests from all around the world to chat culture, dating and human experiences. So join in and let's break down those barriers together. Hey guys and welcome to another episode of the Dating Beyond Borders podcast. Today I have a very special guest from one of the most memorable trips ever. And if you've been a long time fan of the channel, then I'm sure you know the video that I'm talking about because it is also one of the most watched videos to date. And it is a video called, you know you're dating an Icelandic woman when, where Hrafta played the lead. Uh, her and I connected years back when I was planning my trip to Iceland. She has helped me with the writing of the episode and she has even recruited some of the cast members for the episode, like her boyfriend at the time and her dad. Yeah, it's been really like a long time that we saw each other. Five years? Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's so great to see you again. And like, I'm back in 2017. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like, it was so much fun filming with you. Yeah, that was honestly, when we planned that episode, it was, we didn't really know how it was going to go. But at the end of the day, it blew up. Like everybody yeah. wanted to know what it's like to date an Icelandic woman because no one has probably even met too many Icelandic people at that time and so mm -hmm. this really interested people yeah and I'm, I'm really surprised I didn't know that that video was one of the most viewed video uh, but it makes sense because I get a lot of questions regarding dating Icelandic women yeah whenever I talk about Iceland people always ask me so many questions just because I mean most people know about the, the Iceland the nature of Iceland but the culture not so many people are actually familiar with. I mean, it's, it's a small population, so there yeah. are not so many Icelandic people that we meet when we travel abroad. Yeah, and also in social media as well, there are a lot of people who talk about Iceland, who travel to Iceland, but there aren't many Icelandic influencers. So mm -hmm. for anybody that doesn't know the video or for anybody that just tuned in and they wanted to know a little bit more about you, tell us. Oh yes, okay, hi. My name is Hrafnhildur, but it's quite difficult to pronounce. So I just call myself Hrafna on YouTube, but I do call myself Hrafnhildur in like real life. But so Hrafna, uh, I am 25 years old. I am from Iceland, born and raised. I currently live in Reykjavik. I get that question a lot. I live in Reykjavik, which is the capital. And I do YouTube. Um, I started with my YouTube channel when I was about 15 years old. So I've been doing it, yeah, for 10 years, which is crazy. Um, I started out doing like DIYs. I was very secretive about my channel. Uh, I didn't even use my real name. Then I did one video about Iceland and my channel just blew up and everyone that I knew knew about my channel, everyone at my school, my parents, my friends, like everyone. And after that, there was just like no going back. 
So now I'm like out and proud <laughs> with my channel. Yeah, very interesting. And you are one of the few people that I that I know that actually lives in Iceland. And um, what is it about Iceland that you think fascinates people so much? Well, number one, of course, the nature. The nature is obviously breathtaking, beautiful. Like all of these pictures that are being posted online, like they are, they're real. This is not like Photoshop. Like this is actually Iceland. And then the Northern Lights, of course. And I think, yeah, just after, especially the eruption back in 2010, I think. Um, Iceland just, we were brought to the map. Like everyone was talking about the volcano. People were like, volcano in Iceland? What is Iceland? And then of course people just started to travel here and see the nature and yeah. I feel like we were quite hidden before the eruption. And now we're kind of like mainstream. Uh, Iceland is on like everybody's bucket list for traveling. And I can totally understand. I mean, honestly, it's it's not that far of a trip for us. I think it's only five hours or four hours by plane. But you arrive to Iceland and it almost feels like you're on Mars. Like the nature is unlike anything you've ever seen before. Um, and it's just like it, you cannot even believe that it's real. So I understand the fascination with the landscape. For me, after coming to Iceland, I became fascinated with the other side of it which is the culture you know because for me it has been unlike anything that i've seen before so the first question that i have for you i mean you've lived in iceland your whole life some may say why don't you go somewhere warm why don't you go to spain aren't you tired of the cold what do you think about it do you actually love living in iceland mm -hmm. or are you kind of like my family's here so i'm here well i i do love iceland i love iceland so much and uh... I get this question so many times and I'm always like, no, I'm never going to leave. I love Iceland. My family's here. But also regarding the sun, like we travel a lot. Like Icelanders, we, we love Tenerife. We love Spain. Like we travel so much. So and also we get like super long summer breaks. Our vacation time during the summer is long and everyone uses their time to go to the sun and then we just come back. And, you know, I feel like we like the winter. We, we like secretly love the snow and the harsh weather conditions. And, uh, everything is so tough and hard, but we're like Viking people. Like, <laughs> I feel like, but I, I don't feel like anyone would actually um, say this out loud. Well, except for me now, but like deep, deep down, we love it. Uh, and the fresh air. I like the tropical air when I'm traveling somewhere hot, but ah, oh, just feel the cold, fresh air in Iceland. It feels so nice, and I just don't, I don't get that anywhere else. You're you're making me really reconsider staying the winter in Canada because the cold air on my skin is my signal. It's time to leave. <laughs> <laughs> But it's all about the outlook, right? Like, I do think yeah. that if you can appreciate it, if you really love that, what a lucky person you can be, you know, to live in a country where you get all those things. Um, and is there anything that you really don't relate to while in Iceland or something that kind of bothers you? Um, I think, you know, maybe 
to to give my perspective, one of the things that was really difficult for me was how expensive it was. Um, eating out is pricey. Mm. Oh yeah, everything is pricey. Like oh, I've done a video about saving money in Iceland. And before every sentence, I was like, I'm so sorry, guys. Everything is expensive. I'm trying to help you. I'm so sorry, like <laughs> making excuses. Um, yeah, that that definitely is a big one. But at the same time, our uh, like pay wages are higher than in most countries. So that kind of levels it out. Um, but I'm, I'm going to contradict myself here because even though I love the cold weather, I do really love sunny days. We do get quite a few sunny days in like June, July, August, but the freaking wind always ruins the sunny days. So that is something that I really, really hate <laughs> about, about being here because I'm like, we get so excited about seeing the sun. And we have a term for this, it's called gluckaveder, which means window weather. When we see the sun and we think it's it's going to be a sunny, warm day, and then we go outside and it's actually windy and freezing. So <laughs> there's a word for sunny but windy weather. Yeah, or like sunny but cold, and that's glukavir. Interesting. It's like they said the Eskimos have a hundred something words for snow, maybe a thousand. I don't remember. Oh yeah, 100. we do as well. You do as well. Oh yeah, we have so many words for uh, snow and rain. I mean, I mean, com considering the fact that you're on an island, I wouldn't be surprised that the weather, the weather is quite hectic. I remember I was there, and like it would start off sunny, and then it would get windy, and then it would start raining, then the sun again, and yeah. then the rain again, and it's just a bit like <clears throat> it's kind of this like crazy weather that you're never prepared for. What would you say is a very Icelandic? quality when we're talking about personality views you know that kind of mm -hmm. stuff um i'm gonna start out <laughs> with my drink here this is pepsi max i don't know a single icelandic person who isn't obsessed with pepsi max like it's insane it's like the most icelandic drink ever what is uh, pepsi max oh you don't know you know what pepsi is yeah so Pepsi Max is like Pepsi, but without sugar. Mm. So we love sodas without the sugar. Okay. Well, it's not a health podcast, but I have to give you, there's, <laughs> I have to tell you this, there's no good health benefits to drinking uh, Pepsi without sugar because they replace no, the aspartame. <laughs> <know. laughs> oh yeah, I'm not giving out advice here. I'm just saying. We are obsessed with this drink. Like that is the most Icelandic drink ever. Um, we also, we are obsessed with swimming pools and going swimming. I've never been to a swimming pool when like there, it, it wasn't like swamped with people. <laughs> That's just like, like one of the, the most popular activities to do in Iceland, just to go swimming. And we also love this activity, which in Icelandic we call isrútur, um, which basically translates as ice cream car ride. So the activity is to 
go for a car ride, which ends up at an ice cream shop, which there you will buy the ice cream and eat it in the car. And it doesn't matter, like the weather does not matter at all. It can be sunny, it can be rainy, it can be freezing cold. Icelanders will go to their ice cream car ride. That's so interesting. I mean, I never want to eat ice cream in the winter. And Icelanders love ice cream. <laughs> oh, we do. <laughs> so something interesting to me is when you say like all Icelanders are, like to drink Pepsi, which I think I could I could never say that, for example, for Canadians. Like I could never say Canadians all really love this thing. And what it seems to me and this, I feel like maybe comes down to just like Nordics in general. Once something is popular, everyone catches on. Oh, yes. Um... But just to clarify, I am not saying that every single Icelandic person loves Pepsi, but I'm not going to lie. Every person that I know loves Pepsi Max. Um, and yeah, we definitely hop on trends. We are mm, sheep. <laughs> we kind of just, uh, you know, if, if there's a movie in the cinema, like everyone's talking about it, then everyone's going to go to the cinema and watch it. If if there's a, a new restaurant that everyone's talking about it, talking about, then everybody is gonna want to have a taste. Um, and you can see it with like CrossFit in Iceland. Like CrossFit is a huge part in Iceland. And there are so many people that I know that have at least tried out one CrossFit class because it's so popular. Like everyone wants to be like in the trend with everyone else. We don't want to feel left out on things. Mm. Yeah, that's that. I find that is a very, very, very Nordic quality. Like, I feel like all Nordic, all of the five Nordic countries that I've been to, um, and probably Iceland more like that because it's a smaller country. But there is something to be said about fitting in. Um, you know, like in Denmark, if one person is wearing black then the next person is going to be wearing black. And you're going to notice that no one is wearing pink, for example, because it's just not something you do. You kind of want to be like a part of that group. And I've always wondered, mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know if you guys have the Jante Loven. If, is that an Icelandic thing as well or no? No, what's that? So there's a law of Jante, which is very Scandinavian, which just means that you shouldn't be better than anyone. You shouldn't be more... Uh, special than anyone you don't you shouldn't think you're smarter than anyone and I wonder if that also translates to like the Icelandic culture oh yeah that's a great point that that might be the reason yeah we don't want to be left out I think especially with like I, I notice this a lot with Icelandic teenagers and there's actually a video on TikTok that was like trending a few weeks ago where someone was in Iceland interviewing people and he saw the interviewer saw like a group of teenage boys. There were like seven boys. They all had like white hair that they had dyed, like box dyed hair with like shaved on the sides and then like split. And that's like 90% of teenage boys in Iceland have that exact same haircut. And you can also see it in like fashion trends. Um, especially with the teenagers. And I, I think that being like left out, 
probably applies more to the teenager, but the, what was the term? Yante love and like law of Yante. Yeah, that, that probably resonates more with the adults. For people that are watching this, I think they're going to be really curious to know one thing. How does it feel to live on an island of three, what is it now? 360,000 people. Well, I'm just, I'm very used to it. I like it. I, I feel like the community, I like that we have our special language that not many people in the world can speak in. Um, I, I, I just really feel like I'm a part of a community and I've never actually thought about it. <laughs> I, I've always lived here. I'll, I've always, I don't know anything else, but I know that I wouldn't want to live somewhere like crazy, crazy big, like the US or Japan or somewhere where it's just the, the, the overwhelming amount of people around you. Um, I, for an example, I, I hate big cities. I hate traveling in huge big cities where there are so many people everywhere. I just, I feel overwhelmed, overstimulated. So, but I mean, that's just because I'm born and raised here, but I, it would probably be different if I was born somewhere else. Yeah, Reykjavik is a very, very small city. Um, and um, yeah, I went to a comedy club in Iceland and someone made a joke like, well, you guys walk the one street of Reykjavik. <laughs> it was, that was the joke. But I, it doesn't happen a lot that you'll go, let's say, to a cafe and then you go to a bar and you just keep running into the same people. Or is it kind of a, there's enough people that you don't run into the same faces? Usually I don't run into anyone. But uh, if it's like an event or somewhere where a lot of people go, let's say Ikea, <laughs> then you, you will most likely bump into someone that you know. But yeah, I, I, you know, I could go to the store without makeup and looking like, you know, a bum, but I won't be worried that I'll bump into anyone. So that's definitely a misconception that people have, that we always know someone like everywhere that we go. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the way I thought about it, because I'm like, well, actually, that's not so many people. And if you think of the amount of people, I'm mean, probably the majority live in Reykjavik, but because mm -hmm. um, the other places are just tiny. Right. But I always think like probably the there's more chances of you to to see familiar faces, especially if you've lived there your whole life. So I'm really actually surprised to hear that that's not really the case, that you don't really run into the same people over and over again. Mm hmm. Yeah, well, I'm from um, a town called Hapnarfjörður, which is about 15 minutes away from Reykjavik. So the chances are more or higher that I'd bump into anyone there. We have 30,000 people in Hapnarfjörður. Okay, so it's quite small. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> compared to your cities or towns. <laughs> But in Iceland, that's quite big. Yeah, I'm from Toronto, so and I'm born in Moscow, so. Oh yeah, <laughs> our smaller towns are like, yeah, like two hundred, three hundred, like two thousand people maybe. Mm. But thirty thousand—that's yeah, that's quite a big town. 
So, of course, because we're now talking about the population, I have to get into it. And you know what the next one mm -hmm. is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I've only talked about it for about maybe a million, million times that I've talked about this. But man, it's fascinating, really, like the app. And is it really a thing? I mean, or have we blown it out of proportion? Like, do people actually use the, I, the Icelandica app? Icelandica book. Icelandica book. Well, okay. So there is no app. <laughs> there is no app. Um, we do have a website called Icelandica book. We do not use it when we are out clubbing, trying to hook up with someone. We don't go on our phones and check out Icelandica book. We don't do that. So that's definitely a myth. Um, I, I don't feel like we check it at all. Like if we are related, we we're, we would know. Like we would have seen each other sometimes somewhere. Um, we can also look up each other's Facebook profiles. But we, do, we, we definitely do not have that act that everyone thinks we do. That's a myth. I'm so sorry. We did. We did, I think, mention the so-called app in our video. It's the first scene of the video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this one is, is kind of on me or us, um, but there, there isn't an app. That was just for the, for the jokes. Watch like 100,000 people unsubscribe immediately after the oh. podcast. <laughs> You've been lying to us. Sorry. How dare you? I lied. But I have talked about this in the video. So hopefully I'm not breaking too many hearts. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a website. But uh -huh. it's not like this dating relation app that everyone thinks that it is. So there's nothing in place really for you to find out if this person is six uh what is it sixth cousin or seventh cousin yeah. there's nothing yeah, really well, there no well Eastland book is exactly that but it's a, it's a website and we don't really uh check out the websites that often and we definitely don't do that before dates is it because you know for a fact that as you said that if this person was actually related to me, mm -hmm. I would have known about him. I would have seen him at some family events or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Is there a part mm -hmm. of you that's kind of like, well, if he is, I don't really want to know about it. <laughs> well, yeah, probably to be honest, I, I didn't. Okay. So I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna embarrass myself here. I did not look this up uh, on my boyfriend. Me and my boyfriend have been together for five years. And I looked us up on Islandinga book like last year. Um, and that the only reason why is because he's actually adopted. Uh, but so I wasn't really sure, but like after four years, I, <laughs> I was kind of curious, but we're fine. It's good. But I definitely should have checked out that sooner. Mm -hmm. I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, Icelanders know that they're, they're going to be only so far removed from each other. You know, at a certain point, you're all going to be kind of related, right? Like, it's a, it's a pretty small country. So mm -hmm. is the rule six or more, it's fine? Six oh, or more? Oh, no, it's like three or more. Okay. 
So it's like in the, the law is like, yeah, I think, I think three, I hopefully I'm correct. So if he's like your third cousin, that's fine. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so that makes sense considering how, how difficult it's going to be to find someone who is not at all in any way, shape or form related. Yeah, like, right? like pretty much everyone is six, sixth, yeah, <laughs> cousins here in Iceland. Huh. It doesn't, it doesn't really go a lot further than that, maybe seventh, eighth, but yeah. So I know at this point, all the thirsty men and women are going to be asking, okay, should I go to Iceland? Uh, am I going to have a, a lot of luck there considering this is the case? What do you have to say to those people? Well, um, Okay, so I, I've been out of the dating scene, scene for, yeah, at least five years. So I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say come to Iceland, shoot your shot, because, you know, we get bored of seeing the same people over and over again. And I know for a lot of my friends who use, uh, like, Tinder and Smitten, which is like an Icelandic dating app, uh, they, they are kind of like... They've seen all of the people on the dating apps. So they get excited when they see a foreigner on the dating apps. And that probably applies to the downtown nightlife as well. Okay. So, yeah, because, I mean, after I, you know, specifically when, when I published the video with you, but also I did another one on called Sex Comes First, obviously with a very um, clickbaity title like that. I got a lot of mm -hmm. people coming onto that and saying, oh my God, I need to come to Iceland. Um, and, you know, probably I'm going to have a lot of luck there. So, yeah, I mean, and also we just, in my opinion, are more open to sex than other countries. We are not religious. Most of us aren't saving ourselves for marriage. We just want to have fun. Um, and there are definitely a lot of hookups downtown <laughs> well this is why today i'm drinking the <laughs> oh nice <laughs> very uh, appropriate <laughs> i thought so let's talk about that um you actually brought up that up yourself and that was going to be my question to you i mean iceland just like all the other nordic countries but i think even more so it's like very very sexually liberated right um mm -hmm. sex is not really seen as something special or something that needs to be um, worked up to, you know, through a series mm -hmm. of like dining and whining and seduction and, and that kind of stuff oh, that no. may happen in Italy, for example. I mean, I think what it comes down to is that we just want to have fun. And, you know, dating and going on dates, fancy dinners, that's expensive. That's going to take time. <laughs> we don't have the time and money to wait for that. Uh, I don't know if it's because we're just not that romantic or if that, if it's because we're just so open to sex and we're open to get to know people. I, I don't know what exactly it is. For you personally, and I don't know if you feel comfortable with, with sharing that, but what is your personal like stance on it, if you have one? Yeah, well, for for me personally, I I am quite the prude. <laughs> I like the romant the romantic stuff, 
uh, I actually, uh, with my current boyfriend, we've been together for, for five years. We met downtown, uh, we kissed and we danced, but I did not want to go home with him. I gave him my number. He called me, he, he asked me on a date. I went on a date with him. And like, I, I really wanted that romantic stuff. And that's just me. I am not the type, I've never hooked up with someone downtown. And I don't think that I ever would. I'm just not interested in that. I'm more interested in being romantic and getting to know the person first. But but that's just, that's just me. Um, <laughs> I Sex is quite sacred for me personally. I don't let anyone in. <laughs> So, but for most people in Iceland, it's, it's totally fine. It's just a fun thing. And I respect that. And I, I'm just like, you go girl, you go boy, like you can do whatever you want. Uh, but for me personally, I do not like to be with a lot of people. I do not like that at all. So if you're talking to your girlfriends, what they kind of just not really understand where you're coming from. Would they say like just no they do yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we just there's some mutual respect like i respect people who have a lot of sexual par- sexual partners and that's totally fine i'm just like oh yeah you go like <laughs> good on you but like for me i have been in a relationship for a long time and and with my previous boyfriend as well um so i didn't really have the chance to experience that Mm-hmm. so yeah but you know i support my friends i support everyone who does that like because sex is fun and it shouldn't be something like secretive or something uncomfortable but just have fun that's totally fun just be safe uh <laughs> of course but have fun yeah speaking of safe um i think iceland is <laughs> unfortunately has one of the highest rates of chlamydia oh we do (laughs) of course we do (laughs) i'm surprised but i'm not i didn't know that but yeah that makes sense is it just because people sleep around a lot and they don't really use protection or what what's happening there yeah probably because people are are drunk when they do that and Obviously, you get a little bit stupid when you're drunk. You don't think about, you know, the aftermath. Do you think like the hookup scene is it more for younger people or are people over 30 still doing that? Yeah, well, mostly younger people because people over 30 are generally like in relationships. Yeah, it's, I don't know, I, 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 I was writing a book about the whole, like, the dating scene. I didn't talk about Iceland. I talked more about Scandinavia, but the book basically was about this, also about this, this sex culture of Scandinavia, because I think it's prevalent in all five countries to, like, an extent. And I find it really interesting because, you know, in a lot of parts of the world, there is kind of a, 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 like um, a system in a way for a man to almost seduce the woman into it, to say like, okay, well, let me take you out, let me try. And 
you know, and then the woman is kind of like, no, 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 no. Okay. Yes. You know, eventually, but you really have to win her over again. It could be a little bit outdated because I don't really even think us or Canada is very much like this nowadays, but I also don't think that the majority of women would be like, oh, whatever, let's just have sex the first night. There's still a little bit of the game playing in place that the man is supposed to want it more. And the woman is only giving it out when she's like, okay, well, it looks like he might be maybe interested in a commitment. Again, I'm generalizing, but I would say that what's interesting to me is that the Nordic countries and specifically like Iceland's, it almost feels like the women and the men, because of the, it's because of the equality that the woman doesn't have to play the game of I want the sex not as much as you want sex because she kind of owns it and says well, I want sex as much as you do I'm not mm -hmm. here to get commitment from you I'm just here to have fun and if that leads to something that leads to something and if not let's just have fun do you think that's true or is that just my take on it mm, well obviously it's personal for everyone but like if if there's a guy who's trying to hook up with a girl and if the girl is like oh yeah i like that guy then she won't hide it she won't play games in my opinion i i cannot be talking for everyone in iceland but i feel like um i feel like watching movies and seeing like this shy girl like oh no i don't want you like uh, playing all these games i don't feel like i see all of these games here in Iceland like if you like someone and if you want to hook up with them you'll just you know you'll just get right on that <laughs> do you feel like Icelandic men on the whole are lazy when it comes to like doing those grand gestures I mean like maybe booking a place or picking her up or mm -hmm. I, I don't think they're lazy. I just feel like our culture is different. Uh, we're, like, no, not lazy. We, we, I think it's more we plan other activities and we do, we go on a lot of ice cream car rides, for an example. That's a very popular date, but we love those. We love those dates. Uh, we don't really, I don't feel like I'd be comfortable with getting like, a huge bouquet of flowers and a limousine and something like so grand and crazy expensive. Um, I feel like we just think, think that's silly, to be honest. <laughs> I, oh, I would not feel comfortable with someone paying the check every single time. I'd feel very bad. Um, and yeah, getting too many flowers, getting something like super expensive, especially because everything is so expensive in Iceland. Flowers are like a big bouquet of flowers is like, I don't know, like $80 or something, like 80 US dollars. So ooh, that just, I would not feel comfortable with that at all. Yeah. And also, and also it's because I, this, and this is just me, I feel very, nice when i am able to treat my boyfriend or treat the person that i'm dating like i also want to get that feeling of like oh i did something nice oh i impressed that person so it's not just the guy who wants to feel feel that like we we girls we also want to like do something nice and uh do a like a gesture for a date and our partners on your first dates with your boyfriends um 
what did you guys do? I, I maybe this is like a personal question, but mm -hmm. I I would love to hear like a, a, your personal experience, and and who yeah. paid? Who paid at the end of the date? <laughs> okay, so yeah, I uh, we met downtown. Yeah, we kissed, danced. He, I got his or well, he got my number. Yes, uh, for our first date, we went to my favorite restaurant, which is Sushi Social. We got sushi. He did pay. <laughs> So uh, I, 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 that was fine. I was a student at the time. I was a student and doing YouTube on the side. So I was just, oh yeah, you can pay. That's fine. Um, then we went to like this uh, pool bar and he actually played the best game of pool that he had like his entire life. So he impressed me a lot. Uh, and then, yeah, we just, we went to his apartment at the time and just talked. We didn't do anything. We didn't have sex. And I was like, yep, no sex for me. Not tonight. <laughs> and not that he was trying. He was a perfect gentleman. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of our date. And I say that's pretty typical for an Icelandic date. So first date was a restaurant. Mm -hmm. So all those talks that we have about, oh, Nordic people don't do restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I... Maybe he's just a gentleman. Like he, he obviously wanted to do something very nice for me, and I appreciated it. And like I said, I'm a romantic. I I like being taken out on dates, and we still go on a lot of dates today, like five years in. So I don't know. Maybe he just got that straight away after meeting me. But like I said, Isrutur uh, ice cream car ride is also a very popular first date. So something generally, it, it tends to be something like casual. Yeah, I think casual dates are way more uh, common in Iceland than these very fancy dates. But they they definitely do happen. Would you ever personally like pay for the man on the first date? Would you ever just say, OK, let me grab both of us, kind of like you did in the video? I pay for our dates all the time and he pays for our dates all the time. Like, of course I would do that. And even on the first date, you would be fine with going on the first date and grabbing the bill for both of you. I would, but I would prefer if he would at least try to pay and then, then I could be like, oh, no, it's, it's fine. I'll do it. It's, it's on me. But he, if he were like this after the chat, <laughs> then I'd not, I would not like that. I feel like both should be like wanting to pay to, to want to please the other person. Yeah. So right away, if a man is kind of like, oh, you pay for me, I'm not even going to try, shows a lack of uh, effort. Oh, yeah. Right? I, yeah. I would not like that at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, speaking for you or speaking for any of the girlfriends that you have, what are some things that are just not going to fly in mm -hmm. Iceland? Obviously, my channel is about Iceland. It's about Icelandic culture. Totally fine. But a lot of the times when I meet people, especially like subscribers, they are just talking about Iceland and excited about, well, you're in Iceland. Can you say something in Icelandic like the whole time? Yeah. It feels a bit like you're in a zoo. Like, oh my oh, God, yeah. look at that. I've never seen an yeah. Icelandic person before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> speak, speak, you animal. 
dance dance <laughs> going off of what you said about your subscribers being like oh you're icelandic whenever i meet my subscribers they're always mm -hmm. like what do you think has the best dating in the world i'm like i can't i can't do this anymore <laughs> so but just to be clear <laughs> i personally love talking about iceland like obviously i do i like i have a whole channel about that but i just feel like other icelandic people really love it as much mm -hmm. yeah no I, I mean that's understandable i think it's almost like saying that i mean i do think there are a lot of similarities between people in such a in such a small country however um people are people right so unless mm -hmm. you get to know someone you're gonna assume everyone's exactly the same and this you know i think that's always a problem when especially when talking about cultures like we put everyone and, you know, in the same mold. Okay, so Icelandic, so you're like this, you're like this, you're like this. Mm -hmm. Do they ask you if you believe in elves? They do. Do you? Do, yeah, you, do you believe in elves? <laughs> I don't believe in elves. I don't want to. Okay, so my mom could get upset because she believes in like these elves that live in rocks. And I'm gonna say I believe in those. I believe in the elves my mom tells me about. But in general, no, I don't. This is the most Icelandic conversation I've ever had. <laughs> You're like, my mom is gonna get upset at me if yeah. I don't say I believe in those specific elves. Because we have a lot of elf stones in Hapnafjörður, the town I grew up in. We have like sacred stones that can't be removed because there are supposedly elves living inside there. Um, so, you know, no, but a tiny bit. <laughs> okay, Afna's mom, she believes in elves. She did not she say she did not. She does. Yes. Interesting. Um, anything else that, you know, men come to iceland and they're just like oh well, this works in my country um mm -hmm. like one of the things that i can think of you know like for example someone coming from latin america is going to think that oh maybe it's just a good thing to get women drinks to give it to be like come on have a drink let me get you a drink and she's like no no come on like let it's fine let me get you one and so would you say that's something that is annoying if someone's like pushy or overly macho or overly trying to pay for you if you don't want that? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and I just, I think that's for like all women. Like if we say no and leave me alone, then you better freaking leave me alone. Like, um, I, I don't think that we are as polite about it as people in like movies, American movies. Uh, yeah, I, I just I, I think women in general we don't like being like getting that pushy like pressure from men like take my drink I want to do this I want to touch you I want to kiss you like just respect it when we say no and when we say like please do not pay for my drink and if we really mean it then just drop it. Yeah, I think American women can be pretty pretty direct as well nowadays you know okay uh, that's good 
Yeah. I think it's like from the, yeah, I agree from the movie perception. We think like this is how it is, but it's definitely changed a lot over the last few years as well. And mm -hmm. so, and, and again, it's hard to generalize. I think US is such a huge country, but yeah, I, I know, I know exactly what you mean. And I've heard that as well with um, a woman told me, an Icelandic woman uh, in a video told me that as well in Iceland, like directness is a pretty big thing. So, um, a lot of times uh, being overly complimentary or overly, I mean, I, I guess too flattering, it can be seen as fake. Oh yeah, because, okay, so I've been to the US once back in 2017 and I was quite, I'm not gonna say uncomfortable, but I was like taken aback talking to American people because they're like, oh my god hi how are you like super i could just feel like that's fake like just just have a have a normal conversation with me and i i feel like icelandic people don't appreciate the fakeness we just want to be direct maybe also you know the the big the thing that we showed in the video was um also being very casual when it comes to even talking to your teachers or talking to someone else who's like in a higher position than you so is that a thing when you're like going to school, do you call people by their first names? Oh yeah, we never, ever, ever use surnames. We don't even have surnames in Iceland. What do you mean you don't have surnames in Iceland? Well, we have, um, we use our father's names as our last names. So if my, my, dad's name is not John, but if my dad's name was John, then my name would be Hapnildur John's daughter. Mm -hmm. And my brother's name would be, uh, I don't know, Hap John's son. So we have the daughter and son of our father's name, and that's our last name, or like our Icelandic surname, I guess. Yeah. So we use our first names for everything. Okay, so if let's say you're working in in an office, you wouldn't call your boss by his last name. You would call him by oh, his no, first like, name. Mm -hmm. Like I call my boss like his nickname, like not even his first name. He has like this nickname. <laughs> and also like if, if everyone were to call me by my surname, then everyone would just be calling me my, my father's name and, and daughter. Like I wouldn't even have my own identity. <laughs> It would just be Rappstotter, the daughter of Rapp. Like <laughs> that would just just be uh, that would just not work out at all. Like I, no one, like everyone would have their father's identity instead of that, their own. Are there any people that have their mother's last name plus? Yes, yes, they do. Okay. Like uh, yeah, obviously, uh, most people have their father's name. Like that is just the general norm. But obviously, some people just don't have father or father figures in their lives. So yeah, that's that's fine as well. Okay, so you can do you can do both. But it always has to be the son or the daughter of so and so, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, daughter and son. When we did the video, we had this. I mean, there's, there was this one expression um, that really made the video go viral, and that was stomach sisters. And how do you say that in Icelandic? Big sister. What is that for the people that haven't watched the video? <laughs> so, big sister 
is when two people or two women have slept with the same guy. That would make them kvinsister. And do you have the same word for a man that has slept with the same woman? Yes, kvinsmawa. Uh, hmm. Interesting. I love that you you have a, a word for this. Like, I love that there's a <laughs> specific word. And by the way, apparently not just Icelandic. Apparently, other cultures have something similar. But I think it's kind of like Eskimo sister. I think that's mm -hmm. that's what that's what I was told. Yeah. Yeah. But well, it, it's just because it it obviously happens a lot here in Iceland. Like, you always know someone who has slept with someone's ex friend ex someone's ego so and so obviously so if, that's going to happen you just have to embrace it. <laughs> so when you start going out with someone are you then immediately going to your friends and going like do you know anything about this guy if the guy is like the same age or knows someone like uh, some of my friends like yes then i would ask like do you know like have, have you been with him do you know anyone uh, but if, if the guy is like older or from another town then i'm not too worried about it and again we we can see like mutual friends on facebook mutual friends or followers on instagram has that happened to you when you started dating someone and you found out that they actually already dated your your friends or they or they've slept with your friends <laughs> no it hasn't happened to me but it, it did happen a lot like in college like someone liked this guy but then that girl slept with him and then the girl next town couldn't like yeah so it's pretty common still yeah it like if 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 you're at the same age mm. Are there any other Icelandic expressions that are just uniquely Icelandic? So we talked about the many words mm -hmm. for snow. This expression, yeah. any others? Mm, we have this one saying that a, a lot of people probably know. We have something that goes, which is a very Icelandic term. It means that everything is going to be okay in the end. Don't stress about it. it it'll sort itself out and that's kind of like the mindsets of icelandic people ah that i bust yeah i i actually learned this phrase when we were doing the you know you're dating an icelandic man and yeah. this summer i was flying to sweden but i was flying via iceland so i was flying iceland air and I asked the girls, like the flight attendants, I was like, hey, do you know this one phrase? <laughs> and in my terrible Icelandic, I was like, do you know Petteradas? And they were like, oh my God, how do you know this phrase? <laughs> and it was super, super funny because they were like, you must have been to Iceland before because I mean, mm -hmm. I don't I don't think a lot of tourists learn this specific phrase, but I think it's, yeah, it's really, I feel like that Sundic mentality in a way, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Just. Just let it go and relax and don't stress too much yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. And we, we use it a lot. And I know at least two people who have that that was tattooed on them. Interesting. That's a very Iceland, uh, not Iceland, sorry, island quality, isn't it? <laughs> like you may be a cold island, but you're, you're on an island still. And it, I think <laughs> that really differentiates you from, let's say, like other countries like Sweden, Norway and Finland. I don't mm -hmm. imagine 
that being like a popular phrase there but like people on an yeah. island they're still very much like whatever happens happens it's all good yeah because we're on an island no no one is going to drive over and save us like no one is gonna come and take care of us we're alone in like the middle of the ocean <laughs> that sounds pretty terrifying if you put it that way <laughs> <laughs> no but we got each other's backs so yeah that i think that's cool and also i think because of the weather is pretty much unpredictable right because you are mm -hmm. on an island maybe it's also mm -hmm. that like we can't control the weather we can't really control a lot of those out outside things but we can control yeah. our attitude mm -hmm. yeah with, yeah with this beautiful saying about iceland um i wanted to wrap this up i really had such a great time having you on the show um minus some of the technological glitches that we had along the way that you guys are not going to actually cute. hear because we <laughs> I'm going to edit that part out but we had quite a lot of things gone wrong uh, but still it was so nice to reconnect and to talk about Iceland and also to see a familiar face you know because it's been such a long time and you know so many things have happened since we met each other but my trip to Iceland was I think just one of the most memorable trips it was so interesting it was so cool making that episode and meeting people from <laughs> from iceland uh, now i'm gonna be like that person um you know saying that you're icelandic but uh it was really cool yeah like it's something that what really stuck in my mind and today kind of brought it back those conversations about iceland they're always really really interesting so thank you for taking part in the show and um just hanging out with me and yeah yeah oh thank you so much for inviting me having me uh it was it was a good time it was great and i really hope that you do come back to iceland we have yeah. a lot more to say <laughs> yeah i was i was there in in july but just for an hour unfortunately but i got to see a little oh, bit okay. from the plane and like i was just there for a layover for one one hour layover and i was like oh I miss this place i you know i really like i haven't been here for a long time so yeah maybe maybe i'll make another trip and yes. maybe we'll make another video or maybe we'll just hang out sure. and relax yeah <laughs> okay have a great rest of your day and guys thank you for watching another podcast by the way if you like this podcast if you like the conversations we are having then please make sure to subscribe for more on um more on culture dating and you know, human stories and human connection. Uh, and see you next week.